You're listening to a sermon audio from Cypress Church. You can listen to more sermons on our website or by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes. We hope you enjoy the sermon and invite you to attend one of our services at 9 and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Merry Christmas. Joyeux Noel. Feliz Navidad. And that's about all I know. (laughs) Oh, so uh, thankful and happy that you have come to celebrate Christmas with us to this fun, very unique uh, Sunday to celebrate Jesus uh, on his day of birth. This happens very rarely. Uh, the last I can't remember the last time it happened, but it will happen the next time in 2022. And then after that, 2033. So this is rare. You're on a rare occasion and I've got my Christmas vest on. It's still Vestember, by the way. And, and today I have a very special tie. I got to show it to you. This is a uh, a tie our Kamaya Cambodia ministry made. If you notice, it's the same logo as our, some of our Kamaya ministry have, guys have these ties on and, and so, uh, I'm, you know, I had to, I had to have one. <laughs> so, but I have, have my vest on, so I gotta stick it down in there. Is that okay? Does that look right? Okay, that's good. <laughs> Well, it, it is Jesus' birthday, and so and be, and because it's a family service, I thought we would for sure, we're going to play some games this morning. So, uh, kids, are you guys here? Oh, come on. Kids, are you here? Okay. <clears throat> so, um, uh, Pastor John, are you available? Here you are. Yeah. <laughs> and Shelby. But uh, uh, Pastor John and Pastor Lorraine, they're going to come help me. But I need, I need three volunteers. So who wants to volunteer? You guys help choose these volunteers this morning because we're going to do something fun this morning. So I need three volunteers. Pick three. Mark, are we on for here? Okay, come on up. Come on up. <clears throat> okay, you stand right there. Okay, come on up. You stand right here. We need one more. Oh, yay. <clears throat> okay. Let's meet. Come on up. You got it? Oh, co- of course she does. Yeah, we're standing over that stool. Okay, tell us your name. Jacob. That's Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Okay. Hi. And I want you guys, this section, you're going to, well, you, this section, you're going to be cheering for Jacob. Okay. And your name? Charlize. Charlize. is Charlize. Everybody say hi to Charlize. You guys are going to be cheering for Charlize. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Take note. And your name is? Hiana. Hiana. Okay, and you guys are cheering for Hiana. Everybody say hi, Hiana. Okay, and you guys cheer for her. Wow. Okay, so here's your job. You see all these bouncy balls in front of you? In the next 15 seconds, you got to try to gather as many of them as you can in your arms. Okay? And you guys cheer for your section. Okay? You guys cheering? 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 Okay. I need a timer. Are you, are, 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 Elena, your timing ready? Are you guys ready? Are you really ready? On your mark. Get set. Go! Try to carry as many. You got to fit them in your arms. You got to fit them in your arms. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Okay, try to, try to get back to your stool and stand up. Okay. Okay, turn around so everybody can see you. 
Oh, you dropped one. Okay, well, we'll let you, we'll let you, we'll let you grab onto it again. Okay, here we go. Okay. Almost. Okay, so, three, one, two, three, five. Wow. I did this at home and I could only do three. And three. Give them all a big hand. Now wait, 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 wait. There's more. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Now, here's the next part of the game. You can have that present if you can pick it up in your hands. Wait. Without dropping a ball. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, man. You have 15 seconds. Wait. On your mark. Get set. Go. You got to hold it in your hand and hold it up. And hold up, hold up, hold up. Hang on. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, woo! Okay. Well, I think they all did a great job. Let's give a big hand. And you guys can keep the present. You can head the, leave the bouncy balls here. You can have a seat. You can keep the present. Yeah, get, good job. They did a good job, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, there's more. There's more. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, the truth is, it's, nearly impossible to hold on to everything. And many times uh, we miss out on a lot of great things because we just have too much in our arms. Now these guys were able to manipulate that, but they dropped everything and they, we really should have probably disqualified them for that. But, you know, we're giving here. Uh, but uh, it, it's difficult because we try to hold on to too much in life. And that makes life difficult. And we tend to lose hope. We can't hold on to a job. We can't hold on to family. We can't hold on to a friend. It all seems to slip away. And sometimes we have so much stuff in our arms, we can't even hold on to faith. Belief in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we miss the great blessing and the gifts of hope God has for us because our arms are too full of other things. You see, true hope is found in holding on to Jesus, not anything else. And Jesus said, if we hold on to him, there is hope. And if we hold on to Jesus, he says, all the other areas of life that we want to hold on to, like family and jobs and school and friends and being who God created us to be, will all fall into place when we hold on to Jesus. And we will live the life God has for us. There's a Bible verse in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, that says this, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day of its own trouble. I think we have a PowerPoint somewhere in there. Um, so do uh, so. how do we hold on to hope? How do we hold on to Jesus? Well, in the Christmas story, after the, the shepherds and, and after the wise men and all of that story, there's another story in Christmas which tends to not get told. It's a story of when Jesus and his parents went to the temple, and there was a certain man there named Simeon. In telling of the story of, of Simeon meeting baby Jesus, we can learn three important actions he took that allowed him to hold on to hope 
as he was able to physically hold Jesus. So let's explore this story, this Christmas story of Simeon, and look at those three important actions to hold on to. Now, um, I want you to stand. We're going to pray. And then I, I'll tell you about the, the notes that are in your worship folder and how to do that and all the different activities. But let's pray. God, thanks for bringing us together on this Christmas morning, this fun time to be together and play some games and learn from your word and sing great songs for you and about you and, and enjoy this time together. And God, may you teach us something this morning. May you encourage us and bless us as we look into your word and this interesting story of this man named Simeon and help us to learn some things we pray in your son's name. Amen. Uh, go ahead and have a seat and and uh, open up your worship folder uh, to uh, um, uh, there's a, a outline inside there. Uh, there's some blanks now. If we can get the PowerPoint to work, it'll their answers will be up on the screen. Uh, they're working on that, but uh, you can write them down as we go along. And also encourage you that if you do need the answers. And for some reason, the PowerPoint doesn't work, or even if you want to, uh, we produce a study guide that you can get out in the lobby. There's a few of them there. Also, it has some good questions that you as a family can have around the dinner table tonight or just enjoy some time together and, and do that. And I encourage you to pick up one of those the study guides as you walk through uh, the Christmas story, maybe in your own home. But with three actions uh, that we can take to allow us to hold on to Jesus, the, the first action to hold on to Jesus and not anything else, is to get a good grip on trusting in Jesus. So if you have your Bible with you, you can open up to Luke chapter 2. If you'd like to borrow a Bible this morning, our ushers have a stack of Bibles in their hand, and they're they're coming down the aisle. Uh, uh, they would love to let you borrow that. Or if you want to, inside of your worship folder, there is the scripture that we're going to be looking at this morning as well. It's in there. You can see that on one of the fly leaves as we walk through this. But the story starts like this. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem. Now, Jerusalem is right next to Bethlehem. You can actually walk from Bethlehem to Jerusalem. It's a little bit of a walk, but you can still walk there. And, and now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And he was a righteous and devout man waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Christ. And so Simeon chose to be righteous. See, to have a good grip on Jesus, to have a good grip on this hope of Christ, is to have a good grip on trusting in Jesus. And how we do that is to live righteous like Simeon did. He had placed his faith, his trust in God, in all that God had promised for Israel and the world. He, he had read Isaiah 9, 6 and 7. We've been reading that verse all Christmas season long. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name will be Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. For the increase of his government and of the peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time forth forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. And that faith, that belief, is credited to us as righteousness. When we have faith in Jesus, he then makes us righteous. And as we understand that we haven't been born righteous. See, the truth is we've been born not righteous <laughs> or in sin. The Bible tells us that all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. And so each one of us, unfortunately, has the reality that, that we're pulled apart from God, living out of fellowship with Him, out of being connected to Him. 
And, and, and we're not righteous, but the only way we can come to God is to become righteous. And that's what Jesus did when he died on the cross. He paid the penalty for our sins. And we went through faith now are covered with his righteousness so that we can have that relationship with God. And in the Bible book of, of Romans chapter 4 verse 3, it says that, that Abraham, uh, an Old Testament person, believed in God and it was credited to him as righteousness. That's said also in Genesis chapter 15 verse 6. So we are made righteous by Jesus when we believe. But we don't automatically act that way. So we need to make choices to obey God even when we don't want to. And God wants us to obey our parents, to obey the laws, to obey the word, the Bible, just because we believe it's the right thing to do. So let me show you how it works. I need three volunteers. Can you guys help me grab three volunteers? Three volunteers who want a present. Come on up. We've got two, three. Oh, yes. You guys want present? Go ahead and sit on the stool. And you can hold this present. Here's one to hold for you. And one to hold for you. And one to hold for you. So let's meet these people. Tell us your name. Axel. Okay. Say it again. Axel. There you go. And your name? Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Claire. Claire. Okay. Now I brought you up here because I want, I want you to give you a present, but there's a, a present I really want to, you to give that's different from what you're holding. And I'm going to whisper it in their ear and you're going to find out in a moment. All right. So what was the gift that I asked you to give? What was the gift that you got? I don't know. Oh, giving. Okay. So what was the gift that I gave you? Uh, The gift of giving. Okay. And what was the gift that I gave you? The gift of giving. Okay. And you did it because what? I asked you to, right? Yeah. You followed what I asked you to do. What you did was right according to what I did. That was righteous. Okay, you guys give him a hand and you guys can sit down. Can you sit down. <clears throat> Seems kind of cruel, doesn't it? <clears throat> but isn't that what Christmas is all about? See, the, 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 the issue is um, we tend to think that faith is all about receiving. Yet, it is more about being devout. Just like Simeon, it says that he was a devout man. The word devout literally means a good grip on. Simeon had a good grip on what it meant to please God. Actually, Jesus' parents were devout as well because in Luke chapter 2, verse 21 to 24, they brought Jesus to the temple in Jerusalem 
to dedicate him out of obedience because that's what God had told him to do. Now, because <clears throat> Simeon trusted God, he was also doing something very important. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. Anybody know what the consolation of Israel means? Anybody know? Okay, you look more constipation of Israel right now. I think, I think Pastor Justin knows what he knows. Well, Pastor Justin, come up and I think Pastor Justin's gonna tell him a story. So I want all the kids to come down here. All the kids come here. Come on, all the kids, just come here. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come sit with me. We're gonna Pastor, come sit, come over here, sit, sit down with me. I knew gonna, I couldn't get away with one of the games of come on. prizes, but I we're gonna this is I gonna this be was good. Time to volunteer. This is gonna be really good. I think it's gonna oh, talk about the consolation. The, the constellation of Israel or constipation constellation. of Israel. We're, we're gonna yeah, yeah. Pastor Mike cut his mic. Yeah. Because all the constellation okay. puns are like uh this is going to be good. He's good. We've already gone sideways on those. Um, so consolation means more or less like comfort. Israel needed comfort. They needed help. But why? Why would they need comfort? Well, it's their story and it's our story too. It's the story of that we were loved by God, but we're distant from Him. That's the consolation of Israel. They didn't know it, but the consolation of Israel is the hope that's revealed in Jesus, in a person. Jesus. So when Adam and Eve sinned, they were separated from God, just like we were. But God promised, even then, that a child of Eve would defeat Satan. That's the consolation. That's Jesus. So in time, then, God chose a nation to show the world how good he was. And the father of that nation was Abraham. And it was through Abraham's children that the promise would come, and one child in particular would bring blessing to the world. That's the consolation. That's any guesses? Right? God's people grew, but eventually they became enslaved in Egypt. And God raised up a deliverer. His name was Moses. And then when they left Egypt, they, they, they went to the promised land and, and God told them then there would be another one like Moses, but greater. That's Israel's consolation. And it's Jesus. Yeah, you guys got to get with me here. Jesus. It's Jesus. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So, so Israel moved in and, and they became established as a kingdom in the land. They had a king who ruled justly. His name was David. And David was pretty great. But even then, God promised a better king, an eternal king. And yes, and that's on Israel's throne. That's the consolation. It's Jesus. All right, there we go. And so in time, though, Israel became unfaithful. They were under God's judgment, but there were promises that God would restore them. And so they held to these promises of a coming king. They were their consolation. They were? Jesus. Right. So there's promises like Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And Matthew tells us that means God with us. That's their consolation. That's? Jesus. Right. Micah 5, 2. But to you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah. I think that's in the Hebrew. He was a scholar. Who are, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you shall come forth for, for me one who is to be a ruler in Israel whose origin is from old, from ancient days. That's the consolation. That's? Yeah, you got it. All right. Zechariah 9, 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he. Humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. That's the consolation. That's... Yeah! We got it. Whew, someone's going to need the 
some some throat lozenges were hopefully in the stockings this morning. <laughs> so there are promises. There are more, but you get the point here. These promises were their consolation. These promises pointed to yeah. Jesus. We got it now, right? And so Simeon was looking for that consolation. He was waiting for it. And he was open to God doing it in an unexpected way. So he found the consolation of Israel. And it was Jesus. And for us, it's... Uh, that's the consolation of Israel, Pastor Mike. Thank you, Justin. Wow, give him a big hand. You guys can head back to your seat. I know. So the consolation... Now the whole crowd could get in this. The consolation of Israel is... Okay, you guys weren't as enthusiastic as the kids are. Come on. They get it. It's exciting. It is Jesus. See, true hope is found in holding on to Jesus, not anything else. So holding Jesus is to have a good grip on trusting Him through being devout, devout actions, obeying God and His Word. Next, it is to have a grasp on the guidance of the Holy Spirit. In Luke Chapter 2, verse 25, it mentions that the Holy Spirit was upon Simeon. And in verse 26, it says the Holy Spirit revealed something to Simeon to go to the temple at that certain time. And in verse 27, it says this of Luke chapter 2. And he came, that's Simeon, in the Spirit to the temple. So the Spirit actually guided him in the temple. See, when we choose to believe in Jesus... The Holy Spirit becomes part of our life. And His ministry, His job, is to help us, remind us who God is and how He wants us to live. He's a teacher, a guide, a helper. And the key is, we need to listen. So, it's time for another game. This is one of my favorite games. And this involves everybody. How many of you have played Simon Says? Okay, everybody stand to your feet. Now, I, I don't want to brag uh, because it's not good to brag, but I'm probably the best Simon Says sayer that there is alive. I lettered in that in high school. And uh, there has been very rarely that someone has actually won over this game with me. So I'm just telling you right now. In other words, listen hard. So you guys know how to play Simon Says, right? Right, so if, if Simon says, uh, put your hands on your hips, what do you do? Very good. If Simon says, put your hands on your knees, what do you do? Okay, now if you happen to not do what Simon says, what do you need to do? Sit down. Okay, so uh, Pastor John, Pastor Raina, they're kind of roaming the audience. They're kind of seeing and making sure you don't cheat. Okay, so are you guys ready? Okay, I'm going to go slow at first because I know, you know, some of you are amateurs. But, uh, uh, you are. <laughs> That's good to know. I think you'll do very well, Kale. Didn't Kale sing awesomely? Yeah. All right, are you ready? Okay, you're already up. That's good. Simon says, put your hand on your hips. Simon says, put your hand on your shoulders. Simon says, put your hand on your head. Put your hand on your nose. Ah! Some of you didn't, you heard, you didn't hear Simon says. Okay, that was a gimme. Okay, I'll let you all stay standing because I know some of you, it's still, you know, you haven't had your coffee and uh, all of that. And you're still, you know, went up early last, or late last night. So here we go. Okay, where are we? Head. Okay. 
Simon says, put your hand on your head. Simon says, put your hand in your ears. Simon says, put your hand on your shoulders. Put your hand on your knees. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Simon didn't say. <laughs> Sit down if you made it. Okay. Okay. Simon says, put your hands on your knees. Simon says, put your hands on your toes. Simon says, put your hands on your knees. Put your hands on your hips. Ah, oh, some of you, I got you. Simon says, put your hands on your hips. Simon says, put your hands on your shoulders. Simon says, put your hands on your head. Simon put your hands on your ears. Ah, got you some. Okay. Sit down if you didn't make it. Okay. Christy, are you having confusion? <laughs> okay, I was watching some of you, and, uh, and some of you are going, I just, I don't get what's going on here. It's okay. Where are we? Simon says, hands and head. Okay, Simon says, put your hands on your head. Simon says, put your hands on your shoulders. Simon says, wave your hands in the air. Simon says, put your hands on your shoulders. 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 Ha! I told you I was good. Simon says, put your hands on your shoulders. Simon says, put your hands on your knees. Simon says, put your hands on your hips. Simon says, jump up and down. Simon says, just keep jumping up and down. Simon says, stop. Simon says, put your hands on your shoulders. Put your hands on your ears. Ha! <laughs> How many do we have left? One, two, three, four. That's five? We have five left. Okay, come on up front. Stand up here. Face the audience. We're going to go lightning round. And I've got to face you so you can see what I'm doing. And you guys, eagle eye. Okay, are you ready? You guys have done this before. Okay. Where were we? I don't know. Okay. We were stopping jumping. Okay, Simon says, put your hand on your shoulder. Simon says, put your hand on your head. Simon says, put your hand on your shoulder. Simon says, put your hand on your head. Simon says, put your hand on your shoulder. Put your hand on your nose. Oh! oh. What do you think? She's out? Okay, sorry. The audience votes. Good job. All right. Simon says, put your hand on your shoulder. Simon says, put your hand on your nose. Simon says, put your hand on your head. Simon says, wrap the other hand in the air. Simon says, put both hands on your shoulders, hands on your knees. Oh, you guys are good. Okay. Simon says, put your hands on your knees. Simon says, put your hands on your toes. Simon says, put your hands on your knees. Simon says, put your hands on your shoulders. Whoa. What do you think? You out? Okay. Last two. I'm impressed. <laughs> I just think it's just funny. Isn't this funny just watching these people do this? Simon says, put your hands on your shoulders. Simon says, put your hands on your knees. Simon says, put your hands on your toes. Simon says, put your hands on your hips. Simon says, put your hands on your shoulders. Simon says, put your hands on your knees. Wow, they're really good. Let's give these two a big hand. You guys can sit down now. You go ahead. You guys can sit down. Give a big hand. They got me on that one. Really. Simon says, sit down. You did wonderful. <laughs> oh, that was fun, wasn't it? Some of you got out way too early. <laughs> See, the idea is we need to listen. And if we're not paying attention, we're not going to miss the order, miss the thing that God is telling us. So three ways to help us listen to the Holy Spirit.
One is to, to know God's Word. Because most of what the Holy Spirit will tell us is in the Bible. Psalm 119, 105 says, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. That God has given us His Word to help us in life, and if we don't get it in, it's not going to somehow mystically kind of get in there. You've got to actually take it in. That means you actually have to read it, listen to it, think about it, mull it over it, ponder it, all those things. Next, be wise. Because the Holy Spirit speaks to us. And He gives to us thoughts and, and, and inklings into our mind. Sometimes you're, you're uh, going along and all of a sudden a, a Bible verse <clears throat> pulls into your mind. You go, whoa, where did that come from? Well, it came from the Holy Spirit. Or, or you have a thought of doing something kind to somebody. Whoa, that's the Holy Spirit telling you that. See, the Holy Spirit does speak, but we need to be careful. Because sometimes all kinds of crazy thoughts come into our mind. And we need to, as First John 4, 1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits and see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have come out into the world. That there are sometimes are going to be thoughts, because we're sinful people, remember, born into sin, we have not so nice thoughts. So not every thought that comes into our mind is a thought that's from God. Because <laughs> it could come from somewhere else. Our own human sinful natures, the enemy could whisper something into our ear, all kinds of stuff. So we need to check it with Scripture. And third, we need to respond. We need to take action. James 1, uh, 1.22 says, Be doers of the word and not hearers, only to deceive yourselves. So yes, true hope is found in holding on to Jesus, not anything else. So listen to the guide God gave you. And have a good grip on the guidance of the Holy Spirit and listen to Him. He's way more important than what Simon says. <laughs> okay, one last action we can learn from Simeon as we hold on to Jesus and nothing else is to get a hold on the Lord Jesus. Let's, let me read the last half of this passage uh, for you uh, in uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 28 now to, the, um, to 35. And he, that Simeon, took up him in his arms, that's Jesus, and blessed God, saying, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people Israel. And his father, Jesus' father and mother, marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also. Speaking of when Jesus would be crucified, so that many thoughts, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Simeon was given that honor to physically hold Jesus. How amazing that was. I just can't even imagine. But it was not that he just upheld Jesus in his arms physically. Simeon held on to Jesus, who Jesus is, as sovereign Lord, the supreme master of his life, his king, his owner, his boss, his highest affection. It's a choice to give Jesus that honor in our lives, to love and obey, to actually let him have that top place in our life and not just be something onto the side but actually 
to really see him as our king, to see him as our owner and master and Lord and boss. Simeon held Jesus as that way as well. Simeon also held onto Jesus' purpose and plan, both to save us from our sins and to illuminate how to live. See, the truth is we're born in that unrighteous state and we need to take that choice of to receive Jesus, to, to believe in him, to trust in him. And if you have not yet come to that place in your life where you've done that, I encourage you to investigate Jesus. And all Christmas long, we've been letting people know of these packets. And inside the packet, there's a letter written to you that says how you can know how to move from an unrighteous state to being righteous in that right relationship with God. And talks a lot about there's a booklet in there to enjoy and, and talk like that. And I encourage you to, to uh, move towards that, investigate Jesus. But also those of you who come to know him and, and, and have that relationship with him, continue to grow in faith. Continue to keep Jesus as your king every day. Not just one day when we celebrate him, or two days when we celebrate him Christmas and Easter, but every day. See, to hold Jesus is to hold on to who Jesus is as Lord and to hold on to his purpose and plans. And how we do that? Three ways. First is to hold Jesus as precious. Deuteronomy 6, 5 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might. Now, the Old Testament is written in Hebrew, and you know what the Hebrew word all means? Yeah. It means all your soul, all your might, all your heart. That's the whole part of it. Every part. That we're to hold Him as precious. Yeah, it's it's uh, whenever a whenever like little Shelby or, or or another little baby that's around and and you're able to to hold a, a brand new baby and how precious that little one is. Their life is in your hands, but you just look at that baby and you just go and admire how awesome and beautiful and wonderful and precious that little life is. Oh, we we we'll stop everything for those little kids. We'll rearrange our whole life. Uh, you know, we we have a uh, three grandchildren and. Uh, and two on the way. I'm so excited. It's like Christmas all over again. Uh, two of my daughters, uh, Jamie and Jessica, are both expecting. They're actually both expecting about a week apart. They do everything together. I mean. So, um, but we're excited about that. But how precious they are in our life. And when our grandsons come over and we, they're just, was, everything stops. And Jesus needs to be that way in our own life. To hold him as precious. But also to hold Jesus with pride. And the good kind of pride. Psalm 29, 2 says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Uh, pride meaning that we are to revere him. To reverently respect him. And to respect him. To relate to him as our highest affection. To hold him as the highest priority in life. To honor him and to glorify him and to serve him and to live for him. That is the highest priority in life. Because he should be held that way as precious and, and with pride. But also hold Jesus as that highest priority. As Matthew uh, 6.33 says, we read it before. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. It's to put him in that number one slot in our life and to give him our attention, to give him our time and to give him our honor and to give him that highest priority. As parents and as, uh, as grandparents, we, we love giving our family that highest priority 
And we need to give God that highest priority even beyond that. You know, we say we love Jesus and hold him as important, but are we living like he's precious? Like we're proud to be one of his, that he is the real priority in our life. So yes, true hope is found in holding on to Jesus, not anything else. So we're to have that good hold on the Lord Jesus. The question is, do you? At Christmas time is a great time to think about, are we really holding on to Christ? Are we really holding him as precious and, and wonderful? And as our king, as we've been singing about, and, and that sense of awe of him. It is a choice. And I'm glad that you chose to worship with us this morning to honor the king, Jesus, in our own lives. But I challenge you, make it more than a day. Will you pray with me? Father God, I thank you for just the the joy it is to come worship you and to sing of you and to hear from your word on this wonderful Christmas Sunday. Lord, it only happens very rarely, and I'm so thankful that we've come to worship you this morning. Bless us in that, Lord, and give us a wonderful day in you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to take our offering now. Would you join me in prayer for our offering? Father, thank you. What a reminder on a day like today of how much you've given for us. That we think of how your son uh, left your side, left the glory of heaven to take on flesh. And then we consider that cost is high. And then even beyond that, to, to give his life that we might have a relationship with you. Lord, we are reminded on days like today how generous you are. And so, Lord, we want to give not because you need it. We know that's not the case. Um, We want to give because um, you've called us to be like you. And you want to shape us and help us to become generous people so that we resemble you. And so one of the ways we do that is by giving and stretching ourselves in our giving. And so we want to give faithfully and generously and joyfully to you now in Jesus' name. Amen. So as they pass the offering bags there, I'm going to give you a few announcements. The first one, just because it's related to giving, is I know that at this time of year, people are thinking about year-end gifts for tax purposes and whatnot. And if you want to consider uh, the church uh, for some of your year-end giving, you need to get that to us by the end of the year. So by the 31st. Um, So you can do that online. You can do it through the mail. But we need to have it ourselves by that date. Um, and then also, if you bring it by the church, there might be some times where the office is open, but there is also a mail slot on the side where you can put that in. So there's um, no pressure in that regard, but just if you have a questions regarding that, that is where you go and what you do. Um, I am so thrilled to see so many people here Christmas morning. Um, this is... Uh, I see stuff on, on online and social media and stuff about churches that are are um, not meeting on Christmas Day because of all the family stuff, and, and that's fine, but I'm so glad that you made the time and that we were able to be together to worship him today because it's his birthday after all. So um, this is exciting. Uh, next week is a holiday as well, and so um, I wanted to bring you in on the holiday schedule for that. We have all of our campuses here this week, but we won't next week. So next week... The Garden Grove people. Make some noise, Garden Grove. There they are. They're back there. They're going to be meeting back at Garden Grove Friends Churches where they meet on Sunday mornings. They're going to be there um, at their regular time, um, 11 o'clock. Cyprus is going to be the same as today. So come here next week 
at 10.30. Just one service again next week because we're expecting it to be a little lighter and people a little sleepier. So um, so next week here. And then Losal, we're going to be meeting at the regular time, but we're going to be at the Theodore's house. Um, so we're just going to be doing a house church next week. So um, if you don't know where that is, contact me if you want to be there and we will get you the info for that. Um, once the new year gets rolling, we're kind of dark through the next couple of days on our midweek programming, youth group, um, uh, children's ministry, things like that during the midweek. But that begins mostly after January 9th. You can look in your worship folder there. And one thing in particular I wanted to direct your attention to, over earlier in December we were watching those videos of those who folks who had gone through Celebrate Recovery and the tremendous transformation and healing that God had brought through that. That starts up in on January 10th, and so the step studies do. So I um, want to encourage you to check that out, and there's information on that in your worship folder as well. Last thing I am supposed to tell you is these points set as need a good home. And so as you are leaving today, if you want one of those, if you want to, um, I think we're hoping to recoup maybe five bucks for the small ones and ten bucks for the big ones. But if you don't got it with you today, take it and make it up later. Um, but they're, they're just going to wilt here. So we want to, we want to get rid of those and we want them to make your house beautiful today. What about what? The balls? I don't know. I, I have not been briefed on the balls. So um, that, that's, uh, that's a personal negotiation. I guess it's going to have to happen. Um, so talk to Mike. <laughs> so, <laughs> he does have a lot of grandkids coming, so I don't know. So, um, so I don't know. Come on up. We'll talk about it. But uh, I think with that, let's close this in worship. You guys ready? Let's All right, let's worship. do it. All righty.